Hello everyone, I'm Olivia. And I'm Bella. And we're prevention educators for New Directions, the Domestic Violence Shelter, and Rape Crisis Center of Knox County, Ohio. You're listening to Table Talks. We hope that listening to this podcast gives you an inside look into the world of domestic and sexual violence. Throughout this series, you will hear from individuals from all walks of life, from preventionists, advocates, and community partners to survivors themselves. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Table Talks. My name is Olivia Critchlow, and I have the privilege of sitting with Paige Hashman today. This podcast has been in the making for years, so I'm glad we are able to finally sit down and chat today. Paige, can you tell our viewers listening in a little bit about you? So, um, I am born and raised from Mount Vernon. Um, I've been here for my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went to Mount Vernon High School. Um, played three sports all year round, all the time. In the summertime, everything. Um, you got to tell me what sports there. I know. <laughs> so I did basketball, softball, and then I only did volleyball for a year in high school, but I started in middle school. Um, but softball was all year round anyway, just yeah. because I played in the summer, did travel ball, all that fun stuff. Um, probably wasted years of my parents' life, but it's okay. <laughs> hey, keep them busy. That's <laughs> right. Right. Um, so after high school, I um, went to Ohio Wesleyan University and started out with sports medicine, but then realized art was like my thing and I was missing it. So I switched. That's a big switch. It's huge. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, I loved art in high school, but I didn't realize that it was like really like going to be my thing mm-hmm. until I got to college and wasn't doing it. So... Um, so was it a hobby more so? Kind of, okay. kind of. I decided like my senior year of high school that I was like, oh my gosh, I actually really love art and I'm actually kind of good at it. Yeah. So like, let me take this a little further. Yeah. <laughs> it actually started too with my um, high school art teacher. She like convinced all of the seniors one year to apply to CCAD, uh, Columbus College of Art and Design. Oh, okay. Just to see what would happen. She was like, just do it. Like, it's a free application, whatever. So all of us applied, and all of us got in with scholarship. So it was like, wait, if they're, like, noticing me Mm -hmm. and I'm good at this. You're doing something, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that's kind of how that started a little bit. Yeah. So what kind of art do you specialize in? So it ranged a lot throughout, um, my four years of college. Uh-huh. In high school, I was just hanging out, just doing whatever I could get my hands on. But in college, you have to go through those like pre-courses of kind of doing everything before you pick a focus. Yeah, like the gen eds. Yes, mm-hmm. all that stuff, which was fine because I struggled so much to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I actually hated 3D art in the beginning. It was not my thing. I was just mad at everything I made because it just wasn't good enough in my eyes. I was mm-hmm. a perfectionist, still am. Um, but then I ended up actually falling in love with 3D the last two years of college. So I ended up specializing in sculpture and ceramics. Oh, it's funny how that works <laughs> yeah, out. I know. Yeah. I know. I ended up falling in love with it. And I think... My freshman year, I did my, like, gen ed 3D course, yeah. and it was okay, but I was like, whatever, like, I hate this, and I went from 
sculpture the last three years and I was obsessed. Like, oh. could not get enough. Good for you. Yeah. I love how it started off as maybe something that was challenging and you made it into something beautiful because I feel like that's what art is sometimes. Yes, 100%. I agree. And I think that's another reason why I chose to go down that path because mm -hmm. I'm used to being challenged and I can think that connects with sports a little bit. I was used to being challenged all the time and then I was kind of like letting go of myself a little bit in, in a way that I wasn't being challenged mm -hmm. in specific areas in art and college and then I was like, I don't even like this. Like if I'm not working for something, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. So I ended up going into that sculpture out, but now I not only do that, but I have really gotten into painting, um, abstract painting. Yeah. So, and that's, I mean, abstract is my choice anyway with sculpture, but in general, that's just the route I go down. So I do have to ask, where does this passion of art come from? Is it from, you know, being in that senior class and your art teacher helping you to find it? So honestly, if we're talking high school, I couldn't even tell you, but um, I know that I start, I think I, I think genuinely we could go back further because I used to watch my sister create and just draw like randomly at home. Is she a big artist or did she doodle? She just doodled a little bit, I think. I never remember really seeing like art come from her, but like I remember seeing her as a kid at home the kitchen counter, just like doodling, making flowers, all the things. And I was like, oh, like I want to try that. Like that looks so fun. Yeah. So then I would dive into it, and I got started with it. And then from there on out, I just fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. Um. So after you know high school, I kind of dove into that passion because you, as an artist, it's hard to even find that now. Like sometimes it changes. You know, um, I noticed that. I first fell in love when I was in art history my freshman year of college um, because at first like as a freshman in college you're not thinking of oh like art history yeah like it's yeah. not like that you're more like let's make something yeah but then you kind of travel on and you're like okay wait let me rewind <laughs> like art history like this is actually so important for me to like learn and figure out and educate myself about so I first fell in love with Picasso's Cubist era, which was like his first, not first, but there was a lot of abstract in that, obviously, because there's a lot of shapes and sharp edges and cool looking things, right? Mm -hmm. So I actually ended up designing like one of his uh, kind of Cubist related yeah. works and ended up getting a tattoo of it, which is super cool because I was like, hey, this is like that first, wow, I love this. Let me get tattooed on my body. Yeah. So, yeah, he really inspired me, and a lot. The rest of his works did too. But I mean, I just I fell in love with that from the beginning. And then when I was in elementary school, actually, <laughs> I had the best art teacher ever. She was the best. Um, I actually fell in love with Van Gogh's Starry Night. As, yes, like, I know that one. I'm like, I know everybody knows it, but like, I was just like, oh, this is so amazing, and I fell in love with it from the beginning. So, yeah. as stereotypical like artist that is, it's still like it's just in my memory and it's branded there. And I'm like, I just remember seeing my teacher after like lunch or something and recess going in and just making art and like seeing that up on the wall. And yeah. it's just my favorite thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like it's been such a journey for you, whether it's been, you know, you've found 
people to look up to like Picasso mm. or Van Gogh like you just said or even with your art teachers too yeah but yeah I think that's pretty cool Paige. oh yeah yeah oh yeah it's the best I've, I've, it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint certain things still because it has been such a long journey but yeah. there are just so many little things that stand out every now and then that I realize like wow like this really had an effect on me and mm -hmm. it's like you can remember that and then follow through with it and that's kind of what the beauty of art too is the fact that you can take those old memories or those old things that's happened and you can turn it into something yeah. and kind of get it out yeah and the way people perceive it is up to them mm -hmm. but you ultimately know where that's coming from so yeah. that's i love that part of it and it's like you're creating your own history so that history class in college <laughs> right. 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 It's right. a full circle moment yes yeah so you mentioned that you went to school at Ohio Westland, and I want to say we talked about a senior showcase mm -hmm. where you had an art installation or a piece. Can you talk a little bit about uh, that so our viewers yeah. can hear about yes. that? So all the seniors at OWU, we call it OWU. Yeah, OWU. <laughs> yes. So all the seniors end up having to do one big showcase um, at the end of the school year just to showcase all the art we've made that year, because I mean, as a senior you should be at a certain level and they expect that. Um, and all the professors come out and they drink with you, like have some food that that's out, you know, it's just a really surreal experience. Starting from that scared freshman with your professors mm -hmm. that you have no idea who they are, then becoming friends with them at the end is like super awesome. Um, so actually, it's kind of funny because this piece that I exhibited, which I had multiple, but the specific one was an installation piece of those mirrors that you see like in the corner of malls. Yeah. Like, you know, those like concave or yes. co whatever. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so I found one because my dad, surprisingly, <laughs> he like knew someone. I don't know the connections. <laughs> But like they, he knew someone that makes those, and they were getting rid of like perfectly good ones that, if it has like a minuscule little scratch, like they can't use it. So yeah. it's like, he was like, "Do you want these? Like, did you make art?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not? Perfect, yeah." So he gave me as many as he could find, and for a long time, it was just sitting at my station, and I was like, "What am I going to do with these?" Like, I knew that there was something like turning, but I was like, "What is going to happen?" So finally, I kind of figured some things out, and I decided that I wanted to take stories from the people that I know and love, like traumatic experiences, you know, abusive relationships, all kinds of things that affect people differently, and I wanted to pull that together, and honestly, and paste it on the backs of these mirrors, um, with, along with my own experiences and stories and I wanted it to be something that people look at and are like oh like I'm not the only one kind of that's going through this I actually ended up calling it look behind my eyes because the mirrors were facing you mm -hmm. if you were walking in but if you were to walk around that's when you see all the art of just like sadness and depression and all these things um i actually ended up taking stories from at least 60 people 
anonymously and uh, thankfully and fortunately a lot of these people were willing to share a lot of crazy details with me that I'm sure was really hard and I'm, I can't even imagine what half of these people have gone through to even be willing to share that with me but it kind of really it was tough like it was a really tough piece to make because you were dealing with all these stories at once just sitting in front of you and thinking like oh my gosh like how do we go day by day after dealing with this mm -hmm. and how do we heal you know i mean the healing process is different for, for everybody but it was really tough like i would definitely share a few tears like by myself just trying to like place things perfectly and make the art that go with it you know um and even for my own traumas and experiences i mean i had to pull it together and really dive into it because i wanted to make that piece perfect for people that needed it if that makes sense like we're not the only ones going through things me and you are totally different people but we could be going through same similar experiences every day that nobody knows about so it's just it's a really passionate piece you know um but the funny thing is is we had to get our pieces approved to be in the showcase and mine was this close to not being approved for it because they weren't able to see it hung up yet they were just able to see it laid out so um because they weren't going to go through all the trouble with installing it if it didn't get in so all they saw on the floor were mirrors sitting there with wire so they were like what is this like how what is this even gonna be but one of my professors was like you know what just let her do it let's see what happens so they ended up hanging it it was beautiful um because the lights that were shining on the mirrors the mirrors sometimes with the air would kind of shift a little bit so if you were walking you could just kind of be immersed in it wow. um and on the opening night there were lots of people that we didn't know there um and being able to see people's faces as they were to like walk around it like reading and viewing was just like it you can you could tell that you, they could feel it and that's what i wanted i wanted people whether or not it made you happy or sad or you left feeling different that that's important i wanted you to feel different when you saw it because i think a lot of us walk day by day and don't realize that we're all dealing with that like everybody's like be kind like, you yeah. know so As you're sitting here and talking about it i honestly have the chills and i looked down at my arm at one point and i was just like wow but even to think like looking into a mirror all you see is what's in front of you mm -hmm. so to kind of unravel and peel back and say you know we're all going through something and i feel like even I have a visual in my mind of people just walking around the mirror and just seeing a story. Yes. So many different stories. Oh, yeah. You know? And I think that was the hard part, honestly, yeah. was the fact that my stories and their stories were just intermixed with pieces of art lathered on the back. And it was, I mean, it was definitely, like, pretty vulgar. Mm -hmm. Like, I did not do any cover-ups. Like, this is this person's story. It's going to be on there anonymously. No one knows who it is, but I want people to know that this is happening. And that was another reason, kind of like look behind my eyes with the mirrors, that connection. Because we get up and it's, we look in the mirror every single morning. Well, at least most of us do. Yeah. And 
I have struggled for a long time with like looking in the mirror and being kind to myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes in connection because it's like, okay, look at myself, like here I am. Look behind that, look behind my eyes. Like there's so much more to me than that physical look, initial look. Yeah. And if I was just a little kinder to myself, you know, how different would that day be, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. So it was definitely a crazy piece. I had a lot of my traumas and experiences and stories written in reds and blues, and the rest of everybody else's were in black. And nobody knew that. It was just for me. And just a different way, just add a pop of color in there, too. So, yeah, it was, it was definitely a tough piece to do, but it was worth it in the end because yeah. I got to... It was a life-changing thing, for sure. Yeah. And I think at the time, I was still going through some of the things that were on those mirrors. Like, I was still trying to figure out how to heal. It was helping me heal by just putting it out there for everyone to know, even though no one's going to know which one was mine. Yeah. So I could really just get it out and let everybody see it and everybody know the things that have been said to me or the things that have I've done or someone else has done and it was really cool and healing to be able to plaster that to the world but then really just not know you know like they were just going to read it and be like wow like someone went through that you know mm -hmm. and I had a question on here about regarding trauma and the process yeah. of healing and I feel like you even just answered it in that question as with you saying like we all heal together mm. being able to share our stories being able to be vulnerable whether it's anonymously or whether it's you know us sitting down and having a conversation right. but i think even just you being able to express it mm. you know even if that is an art installation and i feel like for so many people their voices were heard because mm. of this art piece yes that you made oh yeah absolutely and i still even to this day i I have been doing, like, mentally I've been great, right? So I've been going through this spurt of, I feel great, you know, I'm happy, life is good, but I still sometimes crumble back to that old state of feeling like, man, like everything kind of hit me all at once today. And when that kind of stuff happens, I create art. Mm -hmm. I make art. So my mom, actually, I just was into my first art show ever, like, without being a student. <laughs> Thank you. In Hilliard, Ohio. Yeah. So I created an art piece for that. And it was not, it's a very, some would say, disturbing piece. It has a big abstract background with faces that are connected, like, popping out, like, screaming. Um, and my mom went to the opening with me, and she was like, ugh, like, this just makes me sad. She was like, I, I, I love, you're so good, but it just, it makes me sad. Yeah. And I was like, it's okay. I was like, I'm happy. I was yeah. like, this has nothing to do with my state right now. Mm. I was like, this is my healing process. Yeah. Like, this is what I do. If I feel like I'm, I'm mentally coming back to a spot where I shouldn't be, get it out. And that's what it's called. It's called scream it out. Um, the pieces itself. Um, and it, it helped me at the time realize, okay, like, I'm fine, but that inner person that went through some things is not fine, and they need to scream it out. Um, so I told my mom, I was like, I promise I'm okay. Like, it's fine. I was like, there's just a lot of things that I use to heal, and this is a big, big part of it. Yeah. So 
Um, I'd say that's probably most of my pieces. Like the other piece I put in there was called Shattered Thoughts. And it was just an abstract uh, painting. Um, nothing, you know, I don't know what the word is I'm trying to find, but it wasn't focused on anything. There was no focal point. It was it's basically just an abstract piece. And um, it's just, that's the kind of art I do. You know, there are, I'm not saying I don't make happy stuff necessarily, <laughs> but it's just kind of, that's my healing point. So. And you have a true gift page to be able to not only share your art with the world and have the confidence to do that, but I think even people being able to feel emotions when they look at art, you know, because yeah. sometimes I feel like as humans, it's hard to express certain emotions. Oh, absolutely. And sometimes it takes being able to look at an art piece, for instance, and be able to process things. And maybe that's even bringing healing to other absolutely. people, you know? And I think that's where that passion comes back into play. So asking me earlier, you know, like, what's your path? Like, how? Like, why? And I think that's part of it, too, is the fact that I can sit here and make a piece of work that could symbolize the happiest of times in my life so far. But for someone else who's looking at it, could it, with it being abstract, they could be like, oh, like, man, you know, like, take that deep sigh of relief, like, wow, this hit me. Yeah. You know, so it affects everybody so different, and I think that's the beautiful part of it, is the fact that, like I said earlier, everyone can perceive it so differently, and that's what I want. Like, and I know a lot of, you know, people, other artists say, don't make art for people. Like, make art for yourself. Don't, don't do it for everyone else, because if you do that, you'll never sell a piece. You'll never do it. Like, okay, I get it, and I, I don't necessarily make art for myself, like I'm saying. I'm doing my, my traumas, but sometimes I find myself trying to make art for people because I'm such, like, a healer. Like, I want to, like, help you like i want you to feel better you're here for the people yes <laughs> yes so i'm very much like always like wait what if someone went through that and i put this together and it could be a painting or a sculpture and i'm like pause like you doing your work you using your healing by making art is going to help someone like it doesn't have to be focused towards somebody it can be about you and someone's going to feel something and I've noticed that over the past few years is the fact that a lot of people have come to me, even with the Shattered Thoughts piece, Yeah. people come to me and be like, oh, Paige, like, I felt that. And I'm like, okay, like, I need to stop getting in my head uh -huh. about it, you know? Like, there's so many people that have come to me about that, and I'm like, man, like, I love that. Like, it really hit me. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> like, that's my goal. And I feel like you're doing what you set out to do, and that's create something beautiful. And the end result is you're creating something beautiful, not only with your art, but in the community you're bringing together. Yes, and that's that is the goal. Yes. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. So. Well, well done. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> like, there's still a lot to do, but I'm, I'm working really hard. Yeah. I'm trying. Well, I cannot wait to see what the future brings. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you want to tell our viewers while we're on here? Anything else you want them to know about you or your art? Honestly, I don't know. Just be kind and have a have fun. Yeah. Life's too serious. <laughs> Life's way too yeah. serious. And too short, I feel like. To I agree. Not have fun. Right. Know? Like nothing is too serious. I just feel like usually, you know, with my just just a little shortcut here, but I was talking to the curator of the show, and 
we were talking about like the tags underneath our artwork. Usually it's very professional, like typed out, looking nice. And he kind of looked at me, he was like, my last show, I just sharpied tags on and went on. And he's like, I'm professional, but I'm not. And I was <laughs> like, right, like it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Like, it, it has to be you, like just be you, that's it. You know, so that's all I would say, just be you and have fun doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I love that advice, Paige. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening in. And Paige, thank you for being here. I look forward to seeing your art installations, again, seeing what the future brings you. But also, thank you for the healing you've brought through yes, your artwork, thank you. too. Yes. No, thank you. This has been fun. Yeah. Well, everybody stay tuned for our next podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye.